0: You're listening to episode 191 of the Fitzpro podcast, and today is all about how to find the right business mentor for you. Um, In the health and fitness space with coaches, oftentimes they need business coaches because we as fitness professionals went to school for, got certified for, or know the fitness side of things and do not know the business side of things. We didn't go to college for business. We are not natural entrepreneurs. Um, And even if we are, that still takes time to figure out what to do, when to do it, how to prioritize, what you need to prioritize in your business on the business side of things, in addition to just taking care of clients. So that is what we're going to talk about today. There are a lot of Quote unquote business coaches out there that are just quite frankly shit. And I don't want you to have one of those. And in 2023, one of the things that I have determined is that if you don't know, I'm a huge fan of essentialism. And in having a baby, I'm not saying that to practice essentialism, you need to have a baby, but I am saying that having a baby demands essentialism, especially as a business owner um, or I imagine anyone who has any kind of career. Uh, How you spend your time becomes much, much more uh, tight and demanding. So something I'm doing in 2023 is letting go of one-on-one business mentorship, which really it'll be the end of 2023 because my current clients are locked in through July or August, I believe. Uh, But I will not at this point, when I look at my business, be offering that in the future because it is so time-demanding, and I would rather come up with ways to create something for high-level business owners that is one-to-many, as in like me, one, not one-on-one, but one-to-many, that ratio, so that I can reach more of you because there is also a high demand for business coaching, and I simply can't accommodate 20 one-on-one business mentors or mentees. So anywho, We are going to dive into today's episode. That was a long intro, but it was also kind of a uh, lesson in like essentialism in that I love one-on-one business coaching. It is fun for me. It is fulfilling. I love seeing people who I'm really aligned with be able to grow their businesses. But when I look at my bottom line, it's not the best thing to keep in my business, even though it's a good thing moving forward where I am right now. Maybe, you know, I reserve the right to change my mind and maybe I do... Halfway through this year, and things look different. But at this point, I will finish with my uh, current clients and look for ways to streamline even more in my business. And that does not include one-on-one. So, any who, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka Not Your Average Fitspo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitspro. So obviously you are here for the business side of things, which is awesome. Uh, If you do not know, I have a free on-demand workshop, Your Biz, Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. The key there is profitable, sustainable, authentic. Uh, We are not building businesses based around our own body. Uh, or exploiting our body. You know, if that is someone's approach, that's great. That's just not my approach or the approach of most of my clients. Um, Of course, if you are in the fitness competition world um, or aesthetics is what you sell, then obviously you are going to more heavily market, likely your own physique uh, and your process with your own physique. My guidance or maybe devil's advocate to that is that our physiques change over time. And so we do not want to build our business on sinking sand or potential sinking sand and Building a business around your physique has the potential to do that. Again, it's not black and white. It can be done, um, but it is not my expertise. So what I teach inside the workshop and inside Fitzboro Foundations is business strategy, tactic, and building a recognizable brand that you that is very aligned with you because we are building personal brands. That is what I do. So check out the workshop. If you have not yet done so, it is free. Go to anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register to do that. The link is always in the show notes. So I was asked on Instagram a while back if I ever hired a business coach. And the answer to that is no, if we are referring to a one-on-one business coach. While I prefer one-on-one for like specific services within my business, so say if I need an accountant or I'm building out a funnel or managing a podcast, I actually prefer to learn on my own at my own pace through a course or through someone's teaching, or I will hire a someone to do that for me. So one-on-one in that sense, but never have I hired a one-on-one coach for my overall business. I'm really big on implementation of specific needs for gaps in my business. For me, that has come through, like I said, multiple courses and investing in one-off services or a masterclass for guidance in that given area. With that, I know many, 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 many people, probably the majority prefer a one-on-one coach in various spaces, whether that is fitness or business or general life coaching. So let's talk about what you need in a mentor, because I still chose my courses and teachers based on a few key things. And that does apply to choosing or hiring a one-on-one business mentor. Mind you, I have definitely made the decision to not sign up with various coaches, and I think that speaks volumes as well, because I have certainly researched one-on-one coaches in the past and have uh, veered away from them, which absolutely gives value to... How to choose a business mentor. These might surprise you, maybe they will, maybe they won't, but in my opinion, these are the most important factors in choosing a mentor. And you can apply this outside of business as well. Um, Number one is that you have to know what you need mentorship on. Something that I see often, even in the applications that I get, is a lack of clarity on your end as the business owner. This is unequivocally the most important piece. It is your responsibility to be crystal clear on what exactly you need from your experience with a mentor expectations are everything and they will lead to either success or disappointment, your expectation. Because even if you think you have no clarity, I guarantee that you do have subconscious expectations and those will come up based on the results that you get with this coach. We need to bring those to the light and identify them before deciding on a mentor. That way we know if this mentor can actually guide you in that area or not. I remember once Uh, I began applying for a high level mastermind kind of hybrid one-on-one and the coach actually told me via DM that she didn't think her mentorship was what I needed. And looking back, I actually think that it, it was, but I wasn't, I didn't communicate very clear and I wasn't as clear as I could have been or needed to be on what exactly it was. That I was looking for and what gaps I needed filled in my business. That was my bad. So I think she was correct in that what I said to her led her to say, this is not for you, but it really probably was for me. I just lacked the clarity that I needed to communicate what it was that I needed. Um, the moral is get clear on what you need. What boxes do you need to check? What are the gaps in your business or what do you feel the gaps are in your business? And can this mentor help you out? Can they do that? Is it within their wheelhouse? There are things within each business mentor's wheelhouse. Um, and like for me, I'm not going to teach you how to build a team of 15 coaches. It's not what I do. That might be in somebody else's wheelhouse, if that makes sense. Um, In 2022, one of my Fitzbros and one-on-one business clients of over a year moved on to her new coach who could fill that gap. It was a different gap that she needed filling that I could no longer fill for her. I am not passionate about building teams, hiring coaches and assistants for sure, but Building teams is not my niche. So she hired for that need because that was the gap that she needed filled next. She already had a team, but really developing that and really being able to scale with that was her next her next gap, her next need. And so she moved on. Know your next season. Define it and hire accordingly. That is what I, that is what I want you to be able to do. and that is what I think is most important and where people fail oftentimes in signing up with a one-on--one business coach and not getting what they thought that they needed or wanted because they lacked clarity. Number two is, do they run their business in a way that is appealing to you? This is so important. Do they run a bu- do they run their business in a way that you want to emulate? In large part, anyway, right? There's there's going to be things that you're like, mm, that's not for me. But by and large, this might be one of the most important points. Do they use the tactics, approaches, marketing, and business model that you want to build? I know this might sound counter to my like no one, you know, one no one size fits all approach, and I don't make mini me's in my business coaching. That holds true, but also what will you be learning from this person? If it's not the same exact tactics that they use, there is something that you're learning from them that you've seen in their business that made them appealing to you. Maybe it's their schedule or again, the business model that they use, the way that they've built out their offer suite. There is likely some stage of their business that was or is appealing to you and that fits you and your needs. Perhaps it is as simple as their overall philosophy around entrepreneurship, right? Like how they view entrepreneurship, what they want from entrepreneurship. Uh, It can be that broad. That's what it was for me when I bought courses, when I first bought courses back in 2015, 2016 from Hillary Rushford. She was a personal stylist, but I was really drawn to her general approach and philosophy and view of entrepreneurship and business. It was very appealing to me, and I wanted to apply those principles to my health and fitness business if that was possible. It was counter to what I saw in every health and fitness coach who coach coaches, right? The business coaches in the health and fitness industry that were flooding my DMs. She was so counter to what they were saying I just knew that I wanted to buy her courses, learn from her in whatever capacity I could. And that happened to be like a $197, I think, Instagram course that I got from her. There were no sales calls in her field. She went on a four-month sabbatical to Europe shortly after I found her. Nearly everything was passive- in her business. That was so appealing to me. And that was who I learned from for a long time, not in a one-on-one capacity, but just like I say, in courses and a general capacity. Um, I hope that paints the picture. I hope that paints the picture of what I mean by needing to You know, dig their business model without needing to necessarily become a mini me or copycat of that person's exact business. It's looking at their approach and saying, yes, I want a piece of that. I want to know how they did that and how it can apply to me and my business uniquely. I think I've mentioned this before, but as an example, I was never drawn to mompreneurs because their life didn't apply or appeal to me. I just didn't have the same needs that they did necessarily. Now that's a different story. I have absolutely, because of my new stage of life, paid more attention, much more attention to women who have families and run businesses, because that is a different demand than someone who is solo running a business. It makes a massive difference, I think, personally, living it. And being a mom and building a family does make someone question and refine their business model, what they want from their business and how they want life and business and their time to look. Now you can, you can also do those things not as a parent. Um, I, I definitely did that through essentialism in general, but it was a much more broad spectrum essentialism. Looking back, I kept a lot more things on the table that didn't move the needle, uh, didn't move my bottom line. Exactly. The, the, the main focus, um, true, true essentialism, only hell yeses. I was still doing a lot of stuff that was just a yes, not necessarily a hell yes, because I had the white space to do it. Um, now with, with building a family and having that focus, it's true essentialism, right? Like I said in the intro of this podcast, taking out one-on-one business coaching, I love that. It makes a lot of money. And I'm saying, I would rather figure out something else where I can reach more people at that level of business, but take less of my direct time and energy. That's what I'm talking about. So that does not mean that I have to learn from a mom in business. I could 100% hire a business mentor who is childless that could help me get closer to what I desire. Um, And that takes us back to number one and knowing exactly what you need in this season. Alas, is there a business model appealing to you, that person, whoever it is you wanna work with? If not, Probably not the coach for you. Number three is do you share the same values? I would think this is a given. I'm not you know saying that you can't um, disagree with or have a slightly different worldview than this mentor. Absolutely. And generally speaking, from a business standpoint at least, values should be aligned. Uh, I say this because your values will undoubtedly come up in decision making. And their values will undoubtedly come up in their leadership of you through your process and through their process. So if there is a mismatch here, it will become apparent and it's not going to be a fun experience. If they value money above all else, and this kind of piggybacks off of number three, and you just want to build a business that makes enough to vacation once a month in the year, um, that's probably not going to be a great fit. You get the gist of that, I hope. You're just trying to build a business that makes a little extra money, or maybe you have a mission more that you are focused on versus just making money. That's not going to be a good match. And I've certainly had, uh, I've looked at coaches in the past who, you know, they were just all about designer bags and buying lavish things. And that just, it's not a bad thing necessarily. It's just not... The goal of having my business. So there is a misalignment there, if that makes sense. Um, number four, and the last one is, what is the structure? And does that structure of their actual offer work for your learning style? Ideally, you know this before applying. If you need hand-holding, and there's nothing wrong with this, it's so important to know yourself as an entrepreneur. If you are a person who's going to need a coach forever, know that about yourself and say, I need a coach. Like I am more productive when I have a one-on-one coach. Great. Then- always be looking for a one-on-one coach. There's nothing wrong with that. If you need handholding, then the structure of their coaching needs to be very high touch, hands-on. They're in your back pocket. You can access them at any time. You're expecting daily or multiple check-ins per week. If you really like learning in a group setting, seeing and hearing from other people, you really desire that community and that's important to you, you need to be sure that there is a group piece or maybe a mastermind mentorship is a better fit for you. If you prefer one on one mentorship but need a schedule and structure, like taking you through, you know, this is step one, this is what we're doing in month one, this is what we're doing in month two, this is what we're doing in month three, refining your business per se, versus more of a free flowing, month by month, week by week, what are we doing? It's much more open-ended. You need to know that up front, which one of those is most appealing to you. So just some things to think about if you've never thought about that and if you're just kind of willy-nilly looking for a one-on-one coach that you think you might like. I hope that these questions uh, get you a bit more clarity and either like, yes, this coach is definitely who I want to work with, or wow, I need to ask some more questions or find out some more information either about myself or about this coach. You, You might jive with a given coach, but if their coaching style or mentorship structure is not actually what you ultimately need, then you have a decision to make. Can you make it work? Is it not the wisest decision? That is ultimately up to you. So, that is all I have for today. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do enjoy the Fitzroy podcast, if you find value here, um, you know, I get DMs every week expressing gratitude for the podcast. I love doing it. It's something I'm not willing to give up uh, in being a mom, if you will. So, expect me to stick around. This is not going anywhere. Uh, Please give the show five stars, leave a written review wherever you listen to the podcast. And if you're not on my main mailing list, check out anniemiller.co slash news for Annie's weekly wisdom or Annie's daily dose. I don't spam you. They're pretty sweet. I do them in real time. I really enjoy writing them. So check them out if you haven't. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for listening to the Fitzpro podcast.